And so money has to be converted from one of four things. Here we are. Number one, labor. In all labor, there's profit. So you convert your labor into money. But you've known this already. Some people get more for their labor than others do. And the reason is because they have more highly skilled labor. That's why the doctor gets more money than the ditch digger. Ditch digger works probably harder physically, but he doesn't get as much money as the doctor does because the doctor has something else to go along with his labor, wisdom. Wisdom can be converted to money. When you go to a seminar, you're going to receive wisdom. Actually, when you come to church and pay your tithe, you're paying for wisdom. Wisdom is something that you can convert into something that'll bless your family, it should bless your bank account. It should bless your finances. It ought to bless you mentally. It ought to bless you in so many different ways. So wisdom can be converted to money. Then there's this thing called product, where we take our labor and our wisdom and we create something that is a third standalone thing. It is a product. And the product is useful because the product can go and I don't have to go. The product can go out there, I can mass produce product and sell my product and get money in exchange for what I've done. And finally, there's one more thing that makes money and that is money itself. The more money you have and the surplus money you have, you can learn to use it to invest and turn that money into more money. But those are the four things. Everything that makes money can be put in one of those four categories. It comes through labor, wisdom, product, or other money. Now, when we start thinking about money, our thoughts ought not be, how do I get money? But that's really how we think. Our first thought when we're in a great need is, who out there can get me money? And you've got to change the way you think. I had to learn this the hard way. I did not understand this. I grew up without any money. Neither one of my parents was successful financially. Money was always a struggle for not only me, but the family I grew up in. Money was always tight. We did not have a lot. I had to adjust my thinking. I had to quit resenting rich people. I presumed that everybody who was rich was a crook. And one day the Lord spoke to me and he said, you can't be blessed financially till you quit thinking like that. He said, there are some that are crooks, but he said, there are a lot of people who worked hard and they're a blessing to this community. They've made jobs. They stuck their necks out. They brought income into this community. They put a lot of people to work. They're a blessing to a lot of folks and you're resenting them just because they have something you wish you had. You better get your attitude fixed. As long as you have that kind of an attitude, what you don't even realize, there is a spirit and it's from Satan and it's called the poverty spirit, and it's designed to keep you in ignorance about money. And you're always resenting other people because they have it. What I want you to see is that God wants to bless you and break that in your life so that money is not a mystery to you. Can I say this? If money is a mystery to you, you will never have much of it. You will always be its slave. Money should not be mysterious to you. Now, what I want you to see is that money flows through channels. And this is what the Bible teaches. Malachi chapter 3, it's talking about the tithe. And that's not my purpose this morning to talk to you about your giving. 
But I want you to see what God ties together with your giving. Bring you all the tithes into the storehouse that there may be meat in my house. And prove me now herewith, says the Lord of hosts, if I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing that there shall not be room enough to receive. God has this thing that he works through called the windows of heaven. A window, whether you think about it or not like this, is a channel. If you open your window, it will channel in cool air or hot air, depending on the season. If you pull the shades back, your window will channel light. If you had an emergency and had to get out of the house quickly, your window might channel you. But it is a passageway from one dimension to another. God says, when I give you blessings financially, they're coming through windows. And so a window is a channel. Now, because God uses channels, very often we get our eyes on the channel, and to us, that's God. That's the source. And so our primary job, our primary employment, we look to that as the source if we're not careful. It is not the source. It is only a channel. God has many channels. God said, I will open you the windows, plural, of heaven. So what I want you to see, it's a channel that brings blessing to you. It's a relationship between two parties, back to electricity. You get your electricity, your water, your natural gas, your cable, your high-speed internet, everything like that that blesses you comes to your home in some kind of a conduit. It doesn't just show up. It has to have an avenue to get to you. Money follows avenues. Now, when you get started, and you're like me when I first started walking with God and was in trouble financially and didn't have gas money, I had no idea where the money was coming from. And God was good to me, and people would give me birthday cards with a little extra money in it, or someone would give me a handshake and there'd be a $20 bill. I got money like that until I started making a good salary. When I started making a good salary, all of that ended. And it was because God was taking me to a new level of prosperity. If you don't know where your money's coming from, you are living at the lowest level of God's provision. The people who have a lot of money, they know where their money's coming from. They know how it's going to come because they understand the workings of a channel. Now, let's talk about that for a minute. Instead of thinking about how I'm going to get money, I've got to think about the way a channel works. The channel works through an exchange. And God loves exchange. What God doesn't like is when the exchange is dishonest. He says a false scale is an abomination, but a just weight is the Lord's delight meaning that God loves honest trades. It's when we exchange and we rip people off, God hates that. There's nothing wrong with a fair exchange. God loves that. Some people would call that greed. There's nothing greedy about it at all. It's greedy when you take advantage of people. It's greedy when you sell somebody that you know is, is not working or it's, it's, it's got something wrong with it. God does not like that. 
So what I want you to see is that we operate through exchange. The whole world operates like this. The trees that we see when we go outside, they're putting something back into us. They're giving us oxygen, but they're taking something from us. They're taking what we exhale. They need our carbon dioxide. So they are able to pull that out of the atmosphere and through whatever they do, they push back oxygen. Same thing is true with bees. Bees think that they're just getting pollen to make honey, but what they're doing is they're helping the plants because the plants can't pack up and go. You might not realize this, but plants are both male and female. So that little male plant is over here looking across the garden at that female over there, and he wants to get to her. And he can't uproot and go because to uproot and go means he dies. But I've got to get over there. I've got to connect with her, and the bee comes along, and he facilitates their connection. He thinks he's just going from plant to plant with pollen, but he's taking a message from that male uh, plant, and he's carrying it over here to the female. And without bees, uh, the plant life can't thrive. That's one of the things that the American Indians noted about when the white man began to move to the West is that they noticed along with him came the bees because crops can't grow without bees. You've got to have the bees. And that's one thing that they noticed they didn't have as much of before the farmers came. So what I want you to see is everything works on this principle of exchange. Bees, trees, and conference fees. I remember years ago when I would travel and speak on children's ministry, and it was pathetic. I mean, I did a great job. Pastors would say, I don't understand what's going on. This was one of the best things our church has ever hosted, and yet these offerings that have come in are pitiful. He said, I know one church that sent 25 workers, and they didn't contribute a dime to this. They took advantage of it. They didn't give a thing. And so this pastor started praying for me because he felt like there was such an injustice with how I was treated because people don't give large sums of money to anything to do with kids. And so he started praying and God spoke to him and he came to me and he said, God's going to show you something about your money flow that you don't yet see and it's coming very soon. 